Her name is Susan Jane, and she calls herself the intuitist. Susan has many intuitive talents, and she's been helping others to understand intuition for over 40 years. She's the host of the beautiful podcast, The Voice of Intuition. In this episode, we talk about how to discover your spiritual dimension. You can find her on her website, intuitivenature.com.au. Today's episode is sponsored by the book, Wisdom Beyond What You Know. Your ideal life is one right turn away, right here and right now with me, Arika Sullivan and New Light Living. See your life in a new light. In this show, I'm bringing real world tools to show you how to ignite the light within you and restore your balance to who you truly are. That busy, exhausted feeling isn't anyone's true purpose. Get back to the heart of your real self. Begin to live in your ideal dream day every day. Learn how to stop giving your energy away. Trust your intuition and chill out your ego and learn how to find your calm. The journey begins now. Come and step into the light. New Light Living with Intuitive Spiritual Life Coach Ulrika Sullivan starts right now. Welcome. Welcome to New Light Living Podcast. I'm so excited because I have an amazing guest with me today, and that's Susan Jane. She is an amazing, an amazing human being, and I can't wait to share her with you today. Today, we're going to talk about how to discover your spiritual dimension, and Susan is right here with us to discuss that with us today. Welcome, Susan. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. This is so cool. (laughs) I can't wait. Now, before we dive into today's topic in more depth, why don't you share with our audience who you are and what you do? Okay, thank you for that. Um, Well, my name is Susan Jane, as you know, and they call me the intuitist. Now, the mentalist deals with thoughts and thinking. The intuitors deals with impressions and feelings. So we we really dive into those impressions and feelings. Now, I um, have always been very intuitive and most people are, but they're not aware of it. So I remember my my very first sort of episode was I was coming out of primary school and I said to my sister, my older sister, oh, mum's in a bad mood. And she looked at me and she sort of went, how do you know that? And I looked at her and remember thinking, well, how do you not know that? Like, doesn't everybody know that? Um, Anyway, we got home. I I didn't know in those days about PMS and periods or anything because it was primary school. Um, We got home, mum was in a bad mood and my sister basically blamed it on me. And so I stopped talking about those impressions and those feelings that I got um, and slowed it right right down especially through high school and, and areas like that so you you slow everything down but it all started to come back to me again after childbirth I had three children in three years before I realized what was causing it and stopped um, and which you know obviously the husband doesn't like that but <laughs> But then we went, um, I started to get a better understanding by a 
getting books out of the library, getting to know what was going on. I did a lot of self-help. I was going through a lot of emotional um, issues and I gradually worked out what I needed to do. I'd had a couple of experiences, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, that led me to have the clear understanding of our spiritual dimension or spiritual body and our physical body and what that is. And I guess I'll just finish this off by saying I, I am a life coach. I do, I do flower readings. That's my tool of the trade for helping people get it into their intuition. Um, but, but what I'd like to just let you know so we have an understanding as we're going forward, how I see intuition. Now, I see intuition as the communication between that spiritual side of us and the physical side of us. Because when spirit comes into our physical body, they need to be able to communicate. It's not just happening, it's, it, which, which it does just happen, but I call that the intuition. That's those intuitive messages we're getting. So the sort of that gives you a bit of a rundown on. And when I did my life coaching course, um, Tony Robbins was called Anthony Robbins at that time. So it was almost 100 years ago, I'm sure. <laughs> So thank you for so much for bringing up that and sharing some of your stories and also kind of defining for us how you view, uh, you know, the spiritual dimension, how come, how it comes into, um, you know, our perspective. What would you, now I'm curious to know, you know, the, the interest around intuition and learning how to connect with your intuition and actually, you know, go between the spiritual dimension and the physical dimension, if you will, why do you feel that th this topic is relevant in the times that we are living in? Well, I guess it's where we're, that those intuitive messages are coming from. Now, I feel, and this is my views, and one of the things I do say after reading all the books on self-help, uh, because we didn't have podcasts in those days, we had to have cassettes and stuff um, or books. But what I do say is take out of this what resonates with you and let go of the rest you know we we don't have to be right or wrong we just take on board what resonates what feels right and we let go of the rest and that's what I did all my all my times through all the the books and everything else that I have done so when I start to look at where these intuitive messages are coming from for me for this particular when I say intuition I say it's coming from my soul my spirit now, when we look at spirit or the spirit dimension, we can go all into um, ghosts, we can go into entities, we can go into lots of other things. So in that spiritual dimension, it's everything that we don't, we don't see, in, if we want to another word. But what I refer to as intuition is I refer to that as messages from my soul. And my soul is directly connected to, I call it the 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 bigger universe or it could be God it could be um, what's another terminology that they use universal energy so however you see that I believe my messages that I'm getting from my intuition are from my God in in that way yeah. now when we, we are bringing in other messages from other spirit like we we talking about people that are clairvoyant or psychic those we're still getting messages it's still all coming through but you will notice they come through they come through slightly different they they still they still come through 
let me explain it this way. When you're getting a message, if you were getting a message from your mother who had passed and you were getting a message from your father who had passed, you would know the difference because the messages from your father will come through like your father and your messages from your mother will come through like your mother. But when you're getting messages from your soul, they don't, they don't, they're not attached to anything else. And, and that's how you know that they're your messages rather than um, like psychic messages or clairvoyant messages. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. It makes total sense. Yes. And it's that identification that is uh, intuitively known also by the, by us as the receiver. Um, yes. and, and what I'm hearing between the lines here is that you're saying that, you know, the, the importance of, uh, you know, increasing the skill to receive messages from ourselves, <laughs> Uh, from yes. our own soul is really where the value is here in, in this conversation that we're talking about now, because it can enrich our, our life with Absolutely. our, you know, receiving those messages from our higher self or true self or whatever we want to call it. But it's, it's this bigger perspective of ourself that is where the added value is. is yes. that, am I hearing you correct there? That's, yeah, that's exactly right. And, and I'd love to just explain to you why that's so important because people sort of go, well, you know, why is that so important? Trusting your intuition is all about making those good decisions in your life because if you're getting that information or the understanding by your intuitive guide, by, that, by your soul's guide, then you're going to make decisions that are relevant to you. Now, why I say that, and I go into these, these physical and spiritual bodies that we have, is because it is the spirit body that has a purpose in life, that when we talk about, oh, what's my life purpose? We're talking about the spirit's purpose, not the physical body's purpose. Now, the physical body's purpose is to support the spirit and, and go that way. When you think about it, like spirit doesn't have touch or taste. Um, they don't have the five senses that the physical body does. And this physical body has gone through all the DNA and all everything else going through years and years and years and years. And, the, you know, collecting that DNA and those, they, they say, um, uh, uh, sorry, memories in the, in, their, um, in the cells. That's where I was going. Um, so you can imagine your, your physical body has got all that understanding and then your spirit body or this, your soul has been through other bodies. How, how many times? I don't know, but been through lots of other bodies. So they've got all this other information coming through as well. So we've got these, these two sort of areas there. And I, I liken it to as, as a driver is the spirit and the car is the physical body. Now, when we look at the cars nowadays, they can even park themselves. So they've got everything happening. You know, you, you say to the, the car sort of take me from, you know, point A to point B. I want to go from Melbourne to Sydney. And it can take you whichever way they want to. They, they'll say to you, do you want to go the quickest way? Or do you want to go the scenic way? Or do you want to go this way? Or do you want to miss, tra uh, do you want to miss highways or freeways? And it will take you there. It will drive almost by itself nowadays. So you can imagine... Um, and this is where free will is because that's, you know, the physical body has that free will. 
But can you imagine if the spirit's going, no, hang on, I know that that might be the shortest and the quickest way, but I actually want to just stop over here. I need to, you know, pick up some groceries on the way or whatever. But the car won't allow that because it's not been registered. So this poor old driver is trying to make this car do what it wants to do. So the spirit is sort of going, you know, I have this learning that I need to get in this body. Um, could you please go this way? And, of course, if we're not listening to that, we're not going the right way. And then that spirit will keep going, do this, please do this. And it sends these messages and that's where we make those decisions. And we make decisions all day, every day, you know, like those all those little micro decisions that we just automatically make, they're fine. But when it comes to those big ones, that's when we really got to trust our gut. That's when we really mm -hmm. got to trust our soul and, and where we're going with it because that's that's the importance of listening to your intuition. Yeah, I love that analogy of the car and the spirit and the car because, yeah, that makes it such a, a vivid image of, you know, how it how the difference, how the quality of the difference of the two elements, if you will, are are really you know, interacting with each other. And, and uh, you know, we all have had those inner knowings, right? And we all have ignored it <laughs> too yeah. and yeah. not made it to that exit instead of we just going to go forward, right? And mm. yeah, I love the way you brought that up. And for yourself, what would you say to make it even more realistic for somebody who's who's listening or watching? Like for you personally, what has been the best thing that has come out of expanding your intuitive skills or honoring them uh, in the way you're doing now? It, it was all part of um, the learning as you, as you grow and develop. One of the things that I, I learned to do was not, as, as an empath, as a, a person that is, is wanting to please and, and, and help everybody, one of the things that was really hard for me to do was say, no, you know, if somebody wants a hand, oh, absolutely, I'm there, you know, give over my whole life, my whole world just to help you. Um, and oh, gosh, we do it all the time. One of the things I really learned was to say no, or not necessarily to say no. To start with, it was, let me think about it. That was my first way of saying no. And it was because I became aware and somebody would ask me to do something and it just didn't feel right. And I didn't know what that meant and I didn't understand it, but I was aware of it. And so it was there, I went, okay, that didn't feel right. And that was the result of that. It, it does take a little while and I'm not a quick learner. So <laughs> I would, it would go along again and somebody would ask something and I'd get that funny feeling going, doesn't feel right but you know am I being selfish I'll help them anyway and that went on not a good side not a good thing so then I learned to sort of go okay I've got to wear that that feeling doesn't feel right I'm going to say I can't say no yet I just can't say no I'm going to say let me think about it and that's what I started to do and then I'd say let me think about it and then I could give myself the time to actually go well what does that fit what is that feeling you know, last time I had that, it didn't turn out very well. It, you know, wasn't a positive experience. What is that feeling? Why am I feeling that? What, what's that all about? And you just gave yourself that space and that time to understand it. And if you still want to say yes, you have that option. 
you can, you know, because people will often ask you to do something and you're sort of going, oh, there's so much happening in my life. It was like, okay, let me think about it. Give me that space and time. Then I can assess it. Um, and they don't want you to think about it. They want you to say yes. <laughs> they've got an ulterior motive. But that was my very, very first part. It was like, okay, understanding. And they sort of say how to say no. But for me, it was like how to say, give me some space and time. Mm. Let me think about it. And then I could go back to them. And I often go back to them with a yes or a conditions. I can do this, but I'm not doing that, not doing all of it. I can do this much. So it gave you that space and time. That was trusting my gut because they, I got the feelings, I got the understanding that something was not quite right. Um, so awareness is that this one of probably the first thing we need to be aware of. It's yeah. being aware of those signs and symptoms. Yeah. Mm, yes. And what and what you're saying too is that in that process as I understand you, is that you allow your own, the messages from your higher self, your true self, your yes. soul to actually support that process. Yes. And I think many, and just, I'm just bringing in my own perspective here too, is that I think that a lot of people are not even aware that they actually are collaborating with their higher self, their true self, whatever we want to call it. Yeah. Um, and some are not because either we're too stressed or disconnected from, uh, you know, like you, you allowed yourself to step back and say, okay, how do I really give me some time, right? Like, and that's maybe sometimes the only thing we need to do to step back and say, give me some time, let me sit with it. Because in that process, we download some of the higher truths of our, Absolutely. of our higher, of our soul. And I love yeah. that. And you know, if you're listening or watching this right now, maybe it is just the space for yourself to sit with it for a little bit that will yeah. kick in your your answers and just like it did for Susan here, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. That's beautiful. Thanks for bringing that up because it's it's like- Yeah, such that's a, And, and I, look, I know it's um, it can sound very, very simplistic uh, and, and it's almost too easy. But the reality is, if we don't start there, if we don't start somewhere, we won't see it. And that awareness is one of the things I remember. Um, I was talking to my partner. We were driving down the highway. I was talking to my partner. We'd, we'd had this big discussion earlier, and I can't remember what it was about, but we had a big discussion. And we're driving down, and he said to me, oh, wow, did you just see that billboard? That's exactly what we were talking about. And I went, no, I didn't, I didn't see the billboard. And anyway, so we chatted a bit more, kept on driving. And then something came on the radio and we're both sitting there. And then I've gone, wow, did you hear that on the radio? That's exactly what we were talking about. And he went, no, I didn't hear it. And it's how our intuition, he needed to see it. He needed a visual. I needed to hear it. So it's how our intuition is actually sort of going, hey, look this way. And the billboard went past or, hey, tune in here. And it's all those really minute little messages that you're not aware of that are putting forward because we get these messages. They come through our chakras. The messages all come through our chakras as well. And that's one way we get we can get that. Like when you first 
see somebody you think oh they're really nice you might find that in your base chakra coming along so you we're getting all these energies coming through um you know when you when you think about a loved one you know you'll feel the heart open up that energy is coming in and out through the heart and we receive and give energy through those chakras as well so that's that connection from the physical going into the spiritual Mm, so true and such such good point and how that energy exchange is happening naturally but it's that awareness of it and and yeah I love that now if you were to um, give some tips or advice to people that wants to start tapping into what we're talking about here, their, their spiritual dimension and become more aware of it because we all have it, right? It's just yes. about being becoming more and more aware so that we can exactly what Susan said here, notice those synchronicities or messages coming through and actually trust what comes through. What would you say, Susan, would be um, your top three tips on how how people could kind of start practicing this from your perspective? Um, there's, there's lots of ways we can start practicing it. There's little, um, there's little games that you can play to actually start practicing it. Uh, there's, there's, so there's lots of different ways we can do it. Um, some of the tools that you use, you can use card decks like um, tarot or oracle cards. And all they do is they give you an image and so you have that analytical look at it, you have and, and read it or, or get the understanding of it, and it will bring in those intuitive messages. So you'll find that different card readers will go, will, will read just the card. A good card reader will read the card but bring in intuitive messages. Okay, they'll bring in or psychic messages or other messages from other spirit units. So we we have that. Now to, so to, to do that, you can start doing, I, I use flowers because I just think they're just so beautiful and flowers for me are goals. So we look at the goals in life and we, we read the flowers. So I, I do that. That's my tool of the trade because and that's because I just enjoy it. But some of the things you can do is to really start to connect and is like, okay, your phone goes off. Now you've got it face down. So you can't see who it is. or you can't see what it is. Start to think before you pick it up, start to think, who could that be? Or if you hear it ringing in the other room, who could that be? Usually I'm going, I've got to run because I haven't got long before it hangs up. But the the other aspect to it is who could that be? And most of the time it's probably spam, but that's not the point. You're starting to ask the question. So the three main areas we need to look at when you're really starting to want to develop and trust your intuition is the first thing you need to do is ask then you need to receive and then you need to action. Now we have to ask and the way we can ask is we can ask through prayer. We can ask by getting angry and saying, oh, for goodness sake, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? So we can do it in anger as well, but we're still asking, we're still putting it out there. We could be asking a friend saying, I just don't know what to do. What what ideas do you have? You're asking, even though you're asking a friend, you're asking and it's putting it out there. So we need to ask in the ways we do. One of the other ways that I do it is I go to, when I'm going to bed, if I'm stuck on something, I'll say, okay, how do I get through this? Can you give me some understanding or some ideas? And I'm just talking to this, to the, I'm, I'm actually just talking to the air, but in, in reality, I'm talking to my soul. I'm talking to me and I'm saying, give me some ideas, give me some understanding. 
going to sleep on it, you will often find you get dreams or you get messages coming through then. So there's another way there. Uh, so, and that the reason why I say you have to ask is as soon as you ask, you open yourself to receive. If you don't ask, you don't open yourself to receive. So you can get all these messages, but you're not open to receiving them. You're just not aware of them. As soon as you ask, you verbalize it, you become aware of anything. You start to look, um, why did my eyes go down to the clock and it's 11.11? You know, you start to see different things and become aware of it. Why did I just hear that in the background? You know, what, what's, why did that picture go past? So you start to become more aware of it and it's in line with what you've asked. So that's asking, then you receive the information and then you action it. And that's probably the hardest part. That's the trust area is to action it. So that is where you have to really, really feel comfortable in it. And, and the trust could be, uh, sorry, the action could just be going, oh, I saw that. I didn't do anything about it, but I saw it because that's another awareness. And so that's part of the actioning. You're not just receiving those messages. You're sort of going, oh, okay, I get that. I don't know what it means, but I've got that. You know, you have a dream and you go, oh, well, I have no idea what that means, but I, I'm aware that I received some messages. Oh, so, such a, a wonderful, oh, there was a lot to unpack in there. I loved every, every single perspective there. And what you're saying too is that it is that awareness that um, require kind of us being noticed, starting to notice our, our life in a different way. Yes, absolutely. Um, and yeah. it, it becomes uh, noticing things that may not be there in, in physical form. And often we want to kind of hold on to the physical, but this is really uh, what Susan just said is to start noticing things that we don't see all uh, sometimes yeah. and, and invite that into yeah. becoming some, you know, a part of us. And yeah, I, I loved everything you said about all of that. And um, now my, one of my, my last questions to you around this is, um, I can sense sometimes that people really don't want to go to, uh, and connect with their, their higher self or true self or the spiritual dimension for because of either myths or um, assumptions or, 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 you know, old perceptions about it. Is there anything you want to say uh, to debunk some of the myths around it? Because I, I think there's a lot of perceptions out there and this is really a conversation we have had that is for everyone like that's the message right Susan and yeah. I were saying this is for everyone at all times and uh, you know this is an invitation to um, to do so but can you share something about you know debunking those myths yeah, I, I think it's um it sort of all boils down to when we, we're talking about intuition and things like that, we, we've got all got it on different levels. When you're saying everybody does it, we all do it on different levels. And when you see people that are doing, say, um, channeling, they're going through their throat chakra and they're channeling other people and um, doing all sorts of things, there's a lot of woo-woo out there. And I can understand people going, oh, yeah, well, that's a bit of, you know, that's stuff and nonsense. 
And I get that. I, and I understand that because I've experienced a lot of that stuff before, past life regressions. You know, you've gone through all of those before. And my attitude, and I'm, I'm a theory tester, so my attitude is I, I like to test the theories. And if they say that that's what can happen to you or you can do this, well, I'm going to test it. I'm not going to take somebody else's word for it. I'm going to test it. If it resonates with me, I'm going to test it. And I guess, again, that's what I'm saying about listening to podcasts and, and reading books and taking on board everybody else's information. Only take on stuff that resonates with you. If you don't want to connect with your intuition, if you don't want to trust your intuition, don't. I mean, it's not going to affect me. It's not going to affect you. It's only, it's going to affect the person that's that's not trusting it, and that's that's fine too. Uh, we we the spirit's here for a learning. The soul's here for a learning, and um, if you choose not to follow those directions and and go that way, then that's okay. You come back again and have to do it all again and <laughs> learn it again and maybe a bit harder next time. And, you know, I don't want to do it hard. I mean, life's hard enough. If I can follow not what everybody else is saying, but what my soul wants to say, what my God is leading me to or what my universal energy is, is, is directing me and guiding me towards, I'm going to do that. So I can't debunk any of those myths because those myths are in their head and if that's where they want to go so be it go for it you do that um, and bless you for it but if you do want change if you're not happy with how your life is if you're hanging around all that negativity then all I can say is the only way you're going to get away from that negativity is start to believe what your gut's saying start to believe in yourself instead of what everybody else is saying Mm. Yeah, yeah, so much wisdom right there, Susan. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> now, uh, before we wrap up this beautiful conversation today, I want to uh, also connect you with all of the listeners and, and who are listening or watching today. How can people connect with you, Susan? Well, I've got the website is The Art of Intuition. Uh, so when, when, when I do The Art of Intuition, my, my podcast is The Voice of Intuition. Uh, the Art of Intuition is uh, because when I'm doing the flower readings, they actually draw their, their goal as a flower and then we do a reading on it. So it's, uh, so it's called The Art of Intuition. And I'm on, or I'm on Susan Jane, the intuitist. You'll find me all over the social media. It's quite embarrassing, really, how much I'm out there, um, <laughs> what we have to do. But yeah, the art of intuition, my, oh, .com.au, sorry. It's got to have AU. It's an Australian business. So my website's probably the best way to go, theartofintuition.com.au, and you'll find me there. <laughs> Great. So everyone, go check out Susan's work. It's amazing. So Susan, before we uh, close our session for today, our, our episode, I want to ask you a personal question. Yep. Susan, what do you live by? What do I live by? Um, well, I, 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 I live, oh, I'm not really sure how you want me to answer that because I naturally I go back to, I, I live by, my morals, what I feel is the right thing. I don't like sharing negative stories. I don't like sharing gossip or anything like that. I, I really need to be, my morals, my, my 
core values is what I live by. And, and one of them is honesty. One of them is trust. Um, and I have those very, very strong core values. I, I get narky. I get nasty when somebody, when I, no, I don't get nasty. I just don't like it when other people are like that, because for me, it's all about giving and whatever I receive in return is, is, is always beautiful because I'm giving. I'm with, I give, give positively. I get, always get it back positively. So yeah, I guess I live by my, my core values, which mm. two of them I know is honesty and trust. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. And you have definitely given us a gem here today. So thank you, Susan, for being with us. And thank you, everyone who's listening or watching. Thank you for coming back here to New Light Living Podcast every week. We appreciate every one of you. And thank you, Susan, for all the wisdom you've shared with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I love it. Thank you for listening to New Light Living with me, Arika Sullivan. When you see your life in a new light, your world looks different. Worry, fear, and the everyday go, go, go are no match for you in this bright new light. Join me next time as I lay out the practices and tools for you to liberate your amazing self into living your ideal dream day. You can start now to take the guesswork out of getting to know yourself again and expand into your essence to feel present, alive, inspired, and connected. Keep listening. Keep learning. Imagine no more wishing for your dream life. You get to start living it today. For more information, please visit newlightliving.com.